1: Kelly Meyer and this is Kelly in the Capitol on News Nation. Each week I'll take you both inside Washington and out of the DC bubble to hear what people are really saying. You've read the headlines but I'll give you the real story as well as bonus content. Thanks for joining me. This is Kelly in the Capitol on News Nation. Hey everyone, so we are back in Washington, D.C. after a quick trip to Manchester, New Hampshire. Now, New Hampshire, we know, is the first in the nation primary state, uh, an all-important state in the 2024 presidential race. Uh, It was my first time heading up there, and it was gorgeous, and the people were so kind. It was um, just a great trip. We went up on uh, Tuesday, um had a nice dinner at the cotton, which had a great salad, which myself and my photographer were both raving about and the next the next day we um you know we were following former vice president Mike Pence on the campaign trail as we are getting ready to host a news nation presidential town hall uh Wednesday September 13th with Leland Vittert so we were following him along as he had two stops throughout the day and it was the same day that his campaign was Touting this major address, uh, this strategy that they were putting forward, um, really trying to show how they are separating themselves from the other candidates in the race. Not only does Mike Pence have to separate himself from his former boss, as people just know him as that loyal sidekick to former President Donald Trump. But he also has to separate himself from the rest of this massive growing GOP uh, pack that you're seeing that uh, has entered the race. You know, there's so many candidates. So how does Mike Pence really show that he stands out from them? And he's basically trying to take the approach that he could out Republican any Republican candidate showing that, he is the most conservative or saying that he is the most conservative candidate, the most Ronald Reagan-esque, which is really what we saw when he made his presidential announcement back in the beginning of June when we were in Des Moines, Iowa. Now, several weeks later, he's in New Hampshire Continuing to share that message, but really going in on it, his advisor saying now is the time to take the gloves off uh, as, you know, more polling is coming out. Obviously, his running mate is uh, continuing to face these criminal indictments and really some distractions for candidates or for voters, really of what's happening uh, in these criminal prosecutions uh, for former President Trump, though he is still uh, by far the leading candidate in the 2024 race despite that. Uh, So we got to catch up with former Vice President Mike Pence briefly as he was heading into the first event, and we actually had the chance to ask him about something that we've been covering here at News Nation, which is the focus on East Palestine, Ohio. Remember, that was the site of the toxic train derailment, Um, now really Seven months ago at this point. And a lot of chatter in Washington is how President Biden has yet to visit East Palestine. Uh, his recent comments saying that he hasn't had the chance to visit aren't sitting well with residents that we've heard from on News Nation. So we asked Pence about
0: that. Take a listen.
1: I'm curious your reaction. President Biden hasn't visited East Palestine yet. He has said he hasn't had the chance to. What's your reaction?
2: To that? Well, I think it's shameful.
0: This episode is brought to you by Shopify.
2: Spent so much time on vacation, uh, uh, sitting on a beach, when uh, we could have been there for those families that have gone through so much. I think, look, I, I'm I'm someone that believes that uh, that leaders ought to lead from the front, and uh, President Joe Biden, President Joe Biden should have been in East Palestine a long time ago.
1: So, Pence coming at uh, President Biden and both the sitting president really and the former president here, um, not really mentioning his former boss by name on the, this day that we were in New Hampshire. Um, but definitely making clear that what he was saying in this new strategy, uh, was really coming at again, really against what Trump stands for. And even what the Trump Pence administration stood for, basically he was trying to argue that, uh, the message of conservatism versus populism and trump's populist agenda and talking points uh, are going in the wrong direction of what the party should be heading in was this argument that pence was trying to make which is interesting because he played a role in trump's administration uh, but what his aides were telling us is that he was pushing for uh, trump to be more conservative and stand by his conservative roots more than these populist talking points which pence compares Populism to progressivism. Really, the extreme right and the extreme left are on what he calls the same road to ruin. He's trying to bring the party back to a more central conservative approach uh, basically on the ideals that he feels Ronald Reagan stood for and he said in his speech that it wasn't Ronald Reagan it was the people that he represented uh, that he was able to share these values for and lead in that way and what made him so popular at that time or really continues to be popular as many of the candidates continue to quote him on the campaign trail so it was interesting spending the day with Pence there in New Hampshire. Uh, learned a lot. Uh, obviously, it was very kind of him to, to chat with us for a moment there as he had a busy day on the trail. And then he'll be coming up in our town hall and I'm sure answering many more questions um, that will be asked by Leland Vitter. So we're looking forward to that. But I also wanted to play a little bit here when we caught up with people that were going inside of the first event with Pence and that town hall um, that he was having there with the Sirius XM hosts. Um, And they were going in, uh, it was at New England College. Uh, Basically, you know, there was uh, both college students and some older folks who were going in, parents or grandparents going in uh, to hear from Pence too. And we talked with two folks who uh, their son, they say, went to this college and now uh, is involved in politics. They are actually living in North Carolina and had some really interesting thoughts about the race uh so far about pence um and of course i had to ask my question of you know for uh the man in this interview of you know his support for former president trump and has it changed decreased increased from 2016 to now going into 2024 so take a listen okay so you said personality-wise has your opinion changed of him over the years from 2016 to now 2024 no but you said his personality has always been kind of to even you.
2: when he was in the office. He he, stick his foot in his mouth, which don't help matters. You know, if he if he was a little more lenient, and people maybe you know but still, if he's got to work around him, work around him, but don't work around him through the public. Mm-hmm. Don't down somebody through the public media. Mm-hmm. Is just what I like. Foreign policy is great. He's done great for this country.
1: Do you feel like for Trump supporters, they would vote for him again just based on his previous record is the thing that stands out the most? I'm
2: sure. Yes.
1: The investigations, the criminal prosecutions?
2: I think they're all a farce, most of them. Some might be legitimate, but like the January 6th thing, I can't go along with. Because them people that raided the the Capitol building, somebody put them up to it. That group of people. And it wasn't Trump, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Uh, we, had, we had a group of our church people that were there. They took a bus there to Washington that day on January 6th. They had no problem, and they go, all the people that were there demonstrating peacefully were great. But somebody planted these people in Washington that day to take Trump down. That's my feeling.
1: And then with Pence, it's interesting you're going to be hearing from him today because he stood up to Trump that day. Mm-hmm. He Do did. you like that he did that?
2: Uh Yes, because because what Pence did, he, he defended the Constitution. He went by what the Constitution says. Trump actually, again, put his foot in his mouth and spoke against the Constitution. We all know that. You know, There's an incident right there. He should have kept his mouth shut and, and let the authorities and the law run whatever they were going to do. But he didn't.
1: But still you'll support Trump rather than 10. I will
2: still support Trump.
1: You think this will change it?
2: No. <laughs> nope.
1: <laughs> and for you you said Nikki Haley? Right now, yes. And mm-hmm. You voted both voted for Trump the first two times? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What about Nikki Haley? Her foreign policy experience oh, too. I, I really like her. Mm-hmm. I really and a woman. like her. But I want to hear him mm-hmm. too. Okay. I've got to keep my mind
2: open. Got some time. But whoever is in power on the Republican side,
1: I will vote for him. Cause I'm tired of the way things are going the other way. Tell me your names if you don't mind me sharing. Um, I'm Marie Shue. Okay.
2: And I'm Bob Shue. One more comment. Yeah. The field of Republicans that we have, I believe that Nikki Haley, other than Trump, has the best foreign policy credentials out of the whole field.
1: She does. And she has what? Governorship, she's done state, UN, she's done. UN. She's been,
2: she's yeah. dealt with foreign countries. She knows how to handle them. Nice
1: so son. for you, it's Trump, Haley. Haley. Yes. And you, it's maybe Haley, Pence, Trump. Maybe. In, the, but In there. But Haley first. My, my Haley son first. had a garden party for her, so I, I got to meet her. And her nice. there. Really great catching up with them there. And I think what is interesting um, from what they said, most of all, is the support we see there for Nikki Haley, which she has been uh, really getting a lot of attention ever since the first Republican presidential primary debate. Um, A lot of people liking her her experience on foreign policy. She also has the experience as uh, the governor of South Carolina um, so she will definitely be one to watch, especially as we're seeing some new polling that she would beat Biden, uh, in the general election mash- matchup. So that would be, um, interesting to see. There's also some other candidates. Pence himself too, uh, could put up a fight against Biden. So there's several others that may be, um, you know, holding a match to that, but definitely be something to watch as we are just getting started really here they say that labor day uh those parades really kicked off the uh official start to the 2024 race but i feel like we keep saying that at every event we go to whether it's the iowa state fair or the labor day uh holiday but now we're getting into it so we're getting ready for what will be the town hall with pence and then upcoming debates to see you know who keeps their momentum going and who stays at the front of the field as we get ready to go into 2024. Getting so close now, guys. But thank you for listening as always. We'll keep you posted on what's happening on the campaign trail. Thanks for spending some time with me. To see what I'm up to next, make sure you tune in to News Nation. Don't know how to watch us? Go to www.joinnn.com. Pop in your zip code and the channel finder will know just where to find us. But don't forget, we're also on all streamers. Hulu, Roku, YouTube TV, as well as Amazon Alexa and Apple CarPlay. Have a story you think I need to know about? Then drop me a note at kmeyer at newsnationnow.com. Thanks for joining me. Until next time, this is Kelly in the Capitol.